Welcome to the Swan Suite. Join us this month for laughter and empowerment as we discuss the principle of creativity and what it means to be grateful for your gifts. We discuss spirituality, self-confidence, and ways to maintain a positive outlook on life. So grab a snack, sit back, relax, and enjoy the podcast. This episode was written and produced by the Talented Tin Line of 2021. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the second episode of the Swan Suite podcast, where we discuss important topics with women in the arts. Uh, my name is Logan Peters, and I am a recent graduate acting major from Howard University. And also sitting with us in the suite, we have my sisters from the Talented Twin Line of 2021. So, um, would you guys like to introduce yourselves? Hey, y'all. My name is Jasmine Janae Roberson. I am a acting major, junior acting major, playwriting minor from Philadelphia, and I am so happy to be here. Hello. Hey, y'all. What's up? My name is Alex Morgan. I am a graduating senior uh, TV and film major, French minor from Chicago, Illinois. Happy to be here with my fellow MERS. Love y'all. I love y'all. <laughs> okay. So um, this season, our theme is the six principles, which are creativity, sexuality, sisterhood, womanhood, unity, and discipline. So today we will be discussing um, creativity and we'll be discussing growth and giving thanks for your gifts. So Firstly, I just wanted to speak on, I know we are all artists in our own individual ways. Um, I wanted to ask if you each take time to recognize the gifts you possess. And I mean, how, how do you do that? Um, I know a quote that I really like about that is everyone is walking currently in a blessing that they used to pray for. And so you know, if you struggle to acknowledge or identify how far you've come or what gifts you even have, I think that's a good way to think of it, um, if that helps. But how do you guys recognize the gifts you possess? Or do you recognize the gifts you possess? Um, I can go first. So uh, I'm an actress. Uh, I've been acting since I was 12 and like small little like musicals or like short scenes in high school and stuff. And I never really like acknowledge, like I never really appreciated or like had strong confidence in like my art until I came to Howard. And until recently when I was in the, when I was a runner, when I was in the Miss Copa pageant and I performed a monologue on stage, that was like, I like high school Jasmine would never do anything like that or like, 12-year-old Jasmine never do anything like that because I didn't really have a lot of confidence as like a performer. But now I realize as I get older, it's like, okay, this is what I chose to do. Like, this is what I want to do. So like, I feel like recognizing my art means finding confidence to do it and like being happy in doing it. Like being like strongly like, yes, this is what I do. Like, regardless of what anybody has to say about it, this is what makes me happy. And this is the path that I want to go down. Um, I think for me, I'm kind of like in the same boat as Jasmine. I never really had confidence in like my abilities as an artist. Um, and I still find myself kind of comparing myself to others as far as just kind of like my journey, like within the arts. And I mean, the older I've got, I've gotten like a lot much better with it just because, you know, I just realized that like I need to stop comparing myself on my, like on my own individual path. So I think I have gotten a lot better with that. And I, you know, like Jasmine said, I've done like things at Howard that I like high school me and like younger me would have never imagined doing just like directing my own show or like 
you know, writing or creating my own shows. It's just like a beautiful thing to like really recognize that like I've grown so much and like I'm able to put like my art and my true self out there. So I think, um, yeah, um, kind of, I'm still comparing myself to like others, of course, but it's just like, it is a lot better. And um, I am glad that I'm just like really, um, like being firm in my true self, so. I like what y'all were saying about uh, confidence and choosing to do this and affirming that you were doing something and also comparison. Those are really like big things that even I still deal with. And I found that confidence really does play a huge role in um, just in general with creativity and being confident in your ideas confident enough to even put, put yourself out there, put your ideas out there um, and being confident in, in your abilities. Like auditioning wise, it, it's a drastic difference if you go and audition or you go and create your own film or, or pitch your own script or recite your own poems and you are lacking some of that internal confidence that you might just need to look in the mirror and say, hey, you're beautiful. Hey, I love you. Uh, if, if you're lacking that confidence or self-love, it reflects in your work. It reflects in your ability to create. It affects everything. And I found that I've had moments when I was at Howard where I was feeling like really confident in myself and the response I got of my work was a, a total like 180 from what it was pri prior to me having this confidence. And I mean, like we're human it fluctuates, it changes, you go through stuff, you get tired, it gets cold outside, it gets dark at 4 p.m., you know, things change, <laughs> and that affects it, but I really liked what y'all said, and I think that that's a really important thing that you should do, is, you know, acknowledge the space you take up, and acknowledge your gifts, and acknowledge that you're choosing to do something, and that you stand in that choice that you made um, as you move forward on your journey. Uh, next, yeah. I wanted to discuss honoring yourself in pursuit of your endeavors. So I know that sounds a little tricky, but at going back to the affirmations in the mirror, how do you take care of yourself? Um, you know, and how do you how do you practice being grounded? Uh, do you have any self care practices that you do? Uh, I think self care is a huge part in and of giving giving thanks and honoring yourself. You know, if you don't care about yourself externally, it'll reflect internally. If you don't care about yourself internally, it reflects externally. And uh, I like to think you can't be your best self artistically if you aren't your best self regularly. <laughs> so um, are there any ways that y'all really like to take care of yourselves do you even consider taking care of yourselves when you think about art oh I can go first um I know just like with like this part of the semester it's really easy for me to kind of like forget that because like I'm so stressed and tired I'm just like I just want to go to sleep and like I'll worry about it later um but I I lost my train of thought but yeah um as far as just taking care of myself I like to do like um you know like a nice little skincare routine like a nice hot shower you know treating myself to like my favorite like Netflix show um I've been I'm binge watching Gilmore Girls for the second time again love it uh <laughs> what show huh what show you say Gilmore Girls oh I've never seen that <laughs> I have a movie night <laughs> yes but um, yeah, just really focusing on like skincare and like showering, um, just, you know, wa watching all the television shows or just like even like a movie night with like my roommates or just myself. So just kind of like taking um, time for myself because I am very introverted. So like when I get that rest my body needs, that's when I feel like my, you know, like my most like reposed, I should say, and I'm able to just kind of like get that energy for my day and you know cater it towards my art um for me personally i kind of relate to like when it's like the hottest part of the semester which is like midterms and finals we're getting close to the finals now it gets really hard i found that just in general not even just like during the school year 
but I find it hard to take time to do self-care if I am like overly focused like or working so hard on my art to the fact that I completely forget that I exist like I'm like okay yep I'm working on the scene I'm doing this monologue I'm taking this short film opportunity because this is what I love to do and I'm just going to keep on doing it because this is how this is how you become successful and then I think wow I feel very burnt out and sad and I want to know why oh because I'm not taking care of myself like sometimes like my self-care is stepping away from acting like okay I'm a I'm not going to I'm not working on, hey, I finished my assignments. I'm not reading no plays. I'm not doing nothing unless I absolutely have to. Like, just taking a break from that because sometimes that's necessary too, to step away from your art for like a moment and come back to it when you feel, okay, I feel like I'm all right. Um, also, like other things I do, I started a new ritual where first thing in the morning when I wake up is like breathe and speak my intentions for the day. It's like, all right, I'm gonna do this, that, and the other. Um, and then I'll probably like stretch, move around on my yoga mat because it seems like the older I get, the more tighter these joints get. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I mean, my knees be cracking and acting class and everything. And they be looking at me like, ah, what's up with her? <laughs> uh, but yeah, yoga, stretching. Stretching is very important to me. That's, I feel like that's been the most beneficial to me recently. Um, other forms of self-care, just like really strengthening my spirituality. Uh, I'm a Christian, so that's just like praying to God, let him know what's going on. Like that comforts me. Uh, other ways for self-care, doing nothing. <laughs> sometimes doing nothing be stressing me out. I'm just sitting there like, I'm doing nothing. This is not okay. But sometimes like you feel the most happiest when you have nothing else to do but twiddle your thumbs. This is Logan Peters, a.k.a. Mary Alice from the Talented Tin Line of 2021. Thank you so much for listening to The Swan Suite. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and like us on Facebook at HUDIVA Inc. That's H-U-D-I-V-A-I-N-C. Also, if you're more of a visual person, subscribe to our YouTube channel to watch this episode of The Swan Suite. Uh, Just sit and twiddle your thumbs. Maybe look out the window. Oh, the sky looks so beautiful today. I'm gonna have some tea and just do nothing. Maybe I'll scroll on TikTok all day. Who cares? <laughs> this is what I want right now. I felt that sometimes sitting there and twiddling your thumbs or just looking at the wall is like the best thing. Cause you just like, it's like, I don't have anything else to do. Like, exactly. Yeah. I 100% <laughs> agree with y'all. I, I feel the same way. I. Jazz, it's funny, you touched on like a few different things that lead into the next things that we'll discuss in a little bit. Uh, so that's great. I agree with everything y'all said. Recently, I got like um, a face roller, like a jade roller and a rose quartz roller. Now, I'm not too familiar with the crystals and their meanings and, you know, all of that. However, y'all, it has been my favorite little thing at night. I just, it sits out, you know, it's cold outside, it's cold in my house, it just sits there, and then at the end of the day, I can just massage my face, and I have a little washa, and I just sculpt my face, and I feel good, it's like a little massage, a little facial at the end of the day, that's nice, um, I agree with doing nothing, I, I think doing nothing is great, I try to look at now when, as I was telling y'all before we got on, uh, how my auditions are sometimes, you know, very frequent and sometimes they're scarce. And I just, I just think, wow, okay, maybe I'm supposed to be chilling right now. Maybe I'm supposed to be doing nothing. Maybe I'm supposed to be upping my self-care so that I can be fueled and energized for when it's time for me to go, go, go. Because sometimes, you know, life demands go, 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 even if you don't have go, go, go in you. So I, I try to stick to this skincare regimen, but some days I'm just like, y'all, I'll see it in the morning. I just don't know. <laughs> I try to spend time with my dog, you know, different things that make me happy. Sometimes I scroll on TikTok, YouTube, chill. Um, music really helps my mood. So that's a good self-care. I love watching movies and like just laying in the bed and chilling and doing my hair and stuff. So I agree, all those self-care things are so important. And, you know, if you aren't taking care of self outside of everything else that self is required or responsible for, 
you you won't be able to to fulfill those duties how you want to or how you're expected to so uh the next thing i want to talk about which jazz you touched on was how do you give thanks for your gifts like do you have a spiritual way that you kind of are thankful or communicate like do you have physical practices do you exercise um when i say give thanks i mean like you already have acknowledged the gifts that you have you already are practicing these self-care things to make sure that your gift is capable of functioning in the ways that it is meant to but are you honoring yourself and are you honoring you know if you believe in god or you you know whatever you believe in is is there a way that you are thankful like i'm a christian I'm like, thank God that I have these gifts. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you for these opportunities. Amen. You know, exercise is important. Honoring yourself that way is important. You're thanking your body. You're thanking your instrument that it is able to function in this way. You're fueling that by keeping it in shape. The yoga you were saying, jazz, that's a form. Meditation and mindfulness is a form. So um, I just want to know, like, do y'all... Do y'all have a thing that you do? Is there like a ritual you do? Do you have a specific prayer? I like vision boards and affirmations sometimes. I like the, um, yeah, affirmations really. I really like affirmations. I might not say them every day, but I know I have my notes app somewhere. <laughs> um, so I think, okay, so here's another thing that I, I have to confess to. I don't think that I ever said, thank you, God, for giving me the gift of acting. Like, that's just not something that ever, like, came into my head to be like, this is a gift that God gave to me for a purpose. And I think that's something that I probably need to pay attention to a lot more just to understand that, okay, being an artist is like giving a task to uplift people to inspire people to like create new ideas and stuff to you know change people so it's like that's something that i'm probably going to have to really give more mindfulness to and just like thank them for that but also um well yeah i do yoga um rituals uh before i do anything acting related i have these crystals here let me see I have uh, Jasper, I got some clear quartz, but yeah. Um, I keep these around me whenever I'm working on anything acting related. And I found that it really helps me focus. And it also allows me to, like it helps me focus on the work that I'm doing, but it also mm -hmm. helps me focus on my intentions. That's that very important. Because like, whenever you start to work on anything, I realized like in my past and I would like start working on anything acting related, I would just go right into it. It's like, all right, I need to memorize it. I need to da, 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 da. But if you go into it and say, okay, in this rehearsal, I will connect this character with this part, with this beat, da, 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 da. I will do this, that, and the other. And then I usually say a prayer, something like, God, give me the strength to focus on what I need to do today. Or God, thank you for this opportunity to be here at Howard. Thank you for this opportunity to learn these lines. Like, you know, just being grateful. Gratefulness is very important. Like, like I feel like when you're, when I'm asking, I feel like I ask for a lot of things from God, but if I was to just say, thank you for this, that, and other, and then say, okay, but also, can you help me with this? I think, <laughs> that's kind of like, that's I how I do it. I think those that's very important. Uh, when you think about, well, when you say you're grateful and being grateful and appreciative and, and taking a moment to say thank you for allowing me to do this, that is a form of expressing gratefulness or thanking, you know, say you're a Christian, thanking God for uh, the your gift. And I think it's not so much of sitting and saying, God, thank you so much that you allowed me to be an actor. Thank you. I think if you think of it more like, <laughs> if you take a minute and think like, wow, this gift has nothing to do with me and everything to do with everyone else who I'm supposed to interact with. Because truly our artistry has nothing to do with us. 
it's right. it's for others. And so if you take time to, if, if you're ever having a moment, you're like, this is so hard. Like, it just remember, it's not about you. It is not about you. You were just the instrument to get a message through, to move somebody, to remind somebody, to, you know, do what it is you're here to do, but it has nothing to do with you. It's working through you. So I think if you take a moment to think, wow, it's not about me and you allow that to happen, you allow that moment to, you surrender to the fact that it's not about you. It eases your mind. It gives you a little little clarity, a little peace about the journey because the journey is rough, okay? <laughs> it's a little crunchy, but <laughs> if you just take a moment to be like, I'm grateful for the gifts that I have. I'm grateful that I'm, I'm for all that I have. And I'm grateful that this is not on me. This is not about me. And I'm not the only one uh, who is responsible for if this, if this figures itself out. So I think that's the way you could think about it. What about you, Alex? Um, if I'm being honest, I'm like on the same boat as Jess. It's like, I don't really kind of like think about like, you know, like I have like these gifts and these talents, like for re like, I know, like, you know, they're there for a purpose, of course, but it's just like, it, it's kind of like, like, you know, God gave me these gifts for like a reason. I just don't really put that into perspective. I'm just kind of like, you know, hard work and dedication and making sure that like, I keep those like gifts and talents like afloat and like everything's all sharp and tooled and everything like that. Cause I think like when I think about that type of stuff, my brain automatically goes like, I need to work hard for it because of like, I guess where I am in life and like all of those stages. Um, but what you were saying, just kind of like uh, putting it into perspective of like, you know, you're here to serve for a reason. It really just did make me think of like the reason why I want to go into like the craft that I am, which is like directing and writing and um, producing. It's because I want to tell like more stories, you know, about like, you know, Black women and put the, at like the center pole. So I just had to remember that like I'm doing this for a reason and, you know, to not serve myself. So. Thank you for putting that into perspective because I definitely do forget about that a lot. Oh yeah. It's really easy to forget, especially when you're like, I'm the only person going through it. God said that and go through it with me. I don't understand, <laughs> but it's really easy to forget, but you know, just, just take some time. If you're ever feeling overwhelmed, I get the same way, Alex, where I'm like, oh yeah, I have a purpose. Oh my God, I have a purpose. And then I start losing it and go down a spiral. But if you just think for a second, wow, I'm grateful that I have this gift. This gift is not all up to me. I don't have to reinvent a wheel. Everything's going to work out and I'm here to serve. Then you'll be all right. Uh, so going into that, I wanted to talk about how you find inspiration to be creative. And Jazz, you said this earlier. You might not, you might not have caught on to it where you were saying, talking about creative blocks. And so I wanted to know, in addition to finding inspiration to be creative, what you do to work through any creative blocks you might have or perceived failures when it comes to your creativity or your work. Uh, like you didn't get the role you wanted. I know I auditioned for this really big role and it, I would have had to move to Canada for a year and it would have happened this past August. And I was like, oh my gosh, they found my senior showcase. They reached out to me, this huge network. I was like, oh my God, oh my God. But I didn't get the role. And subconsciously it was messing with me in all the auditions I had following it. And I keep a box that has all my scripts of any auditions I might've had. And, you know, just to see how far I'm going, I think it's also important to track your journey. So you know that you didn't start yesterday and you have a way to go, but you're not not doing anything. Uh, but that was a perceived failure of mine because I banked everything on this big audition. I was like, I'm moving to Canada. I'm, it's, oh, I'm gonna be on TV. And I didn't get it. And so thinking about, oh man, what could I have done differently? Which is something I normally don't do. But I was like, what could I have done differently? Uh, why didn't I get the role? Like, oh my gosh, I spiraled into thinking something was wrong. I need to sign up for classes. I need to do this. You know, it's not, it hasn't been six months since I graduated. So it's like, you know, I need to relax a little. I, I put too much on this audition, but it was a perceived failure. And it creatively blocked me for like a month and a half. 
I was just sitting like, I don't know what to do. I have no motivation. I don't want to get out of my bed. I don't want to do any auditions. I don't want to put makeup on my face and look presentable. I don't want to do anything. I don't even want to see a blue black, uh, a blue backdrop. I don't want to do nothing. And <laughs> it was just, it was sad. I didn't touch my equipment. It just sat in the corner for a month. I was just like, I don't care. I'm not going to apply for any auditions. And it creatively blocked me because I thought I failed. And so when things like that happen to me, cause they happen and I feel like they, ha they happen to everybody in every, every kind of way you could think. Um, I found that they helped me actually grow artistically. And so I want to know in, in addition to all those things, I'll remind you of the questions. Um, do you think the blocks contribute to your growth? Because I know I start a lot of projects and I may not finish immediately. It may, it, I started a painting of Barack Obama when he was in office. And let me tell you, it's not done. It's not done. I scraped the paint off and it's just sitting there looking crazy and I have not finished it. But I've grown as a painter. My three guitars sit and watch me walk in and out of my house every day and not touch them. But last time I touched my guitar, I could play better. And so I find that when I have these blocks, it forces me to rest. It forces me to self-care. It forces me to sit down and actually be alive instead of just an artist trying to make a living from my art. It forces me to actually just have a life and just be Logan. So um, again, how do you find inspiration to be creative? I'd say life for me. Um, what do you do to work through creative blocks or perceived failures when it comes to your creativity? And how do you think those blocks contribute to your overall like artistic growth? Okay, well, that was a lot. Um, I think the first thing I wanna say is that sometimes those blocks are a blessing in disguise. Like for me, like for me personally, like right after high school, I applied to NYU and AMDA for their acting program as long, along with Howard and my audition process for NYU, we're not gonna talk about that. Just know that it was not enjoyable. Uh, and then when I got the, my friend got into NYU, she, but she went in for film. But when I got the letter back saying, oh, well, yeah, you weren't accepted, but you did get accepted to AMDA. And I'm like, okay, AMDA is a two year program. I want a four year program. I was very depressed. I was like, hey, I got this audition for Howard. Don't even know if I should go. I didn't even get to into NYU. Like, why would I get into Howard? It's not other, blah, blah, blah. And then I auditioned for Howard and got in. And now that I'm in my junior year and the acting program at Howard, I don't think I would have succeeded at NYU because like, just because at Howard, they teach you how to bring your own black self into the art. And I feel like that makes me a stronger actor rather than going into a PWI where they may try to take away some of the authentic parts of me and which may lead to struggles in my later acting career. So that's what I just wanted to say about sometimes blocks is like a blessing in disguise. Um, I find inspiration to create through the most random things ever. It's also from like past experiences, um, just like things that has happened to me in my past, you know, like memories growing up, uh, music, I write poetry. I write a lot of poetry, especially when I'm like upset, like any upset, when I'm sad, happy, don't know how to feel, I'm constantly writing poetry. Um, and that's like an outlet for me to get my emotions out, which is, uh, I found to be pretty beneficial. So experiences, um, emotions help me to create. Um, other forms of creative blocks like, getting a bad note in class <laughs> and like uh from uh or from like anybody just giving getting a bad acting note from anybody like a fan member like somebody who didn't like your performance in the show or whatever like i i can be i'm a very sensitive person jasmine is very soft uh it doesn't take much for to get to the middle of me and just be like all right well what if i just quit acting altogether you know like what if i just you know just maybe this isn't for me but then when that happens again that's just time for me to just sit to myself and be like okay well is this really what i want to do 
And then it's, the answer is always yes. And it's just, okay, just because that thing happened doesn't mean that you should quit because you know deep down inside, this is what you really want to do. Like, regardless of if you're like some big famous TV star or whatever, like, I know that Jasmine will be acting for a very long period of time, like, regardless of what people say. So getting through that is just like allowing yourself to feel those feelings. And as you feel those feelings, I do think that they also push you to do better uh, later on because it's like, all right, well, I heard that note and that really tore me apart. So who can give me a note even worse than that? I don't care because I've seen it and felt it all. So, and I know that regardless, I'm gonna commit myself to this 100%. So that's how I feel. Okay, my answer is going to feel like very scattered because Jazz was bringing up a lot of points and I was just like, okay, that's a good point, but that's also a good point. So I'm just going to like try to collect like all of my thoughts and if it sounds very scattered, I apologize in advance. Um, but I would say for like the first part, as far as just like creative blocks, um, I know I struggle with this a lot because I've been going through like way too many creative blocks as far as just like writing and all of writing and all of that so I'm just like dang is there like something wrong with me like why am I having like all these creative blocks and like and then sometimes I'll just like get inspiration out of nowhere like okay like I want to write a story about this that and the third or like I'll just be in the shower or it'll be like late at night be like I want to write a story about this or this would be a really great story so it's just like really like random bouts of like creative inspiration which I I'm just like why am I like this like I'm like am I am I normal <laughs> kind of thing but um yeah the older I get I think the more I appreciate that um and then like the second part to creative blocks um I think it does kind of impact my growth because I feel like well so like I guess with creative blocks I just feel like kind of going bad so I feel like there's like kind of something wrong with me and I've always kind of like I, like I've always just kind of like been so hard on myself and as far as just like how I present myself and like my personality like I always tend to kind of like shy away from like kind of like my weird quirkiness and I just kind of like want to like hide everything down and not be emotional not be vulnerable which is not good because like when I bottle up a lot of things it just like explodes in the worst kind of way and I'm learning to kind of like work through that as I get older which it's getting better but you know, there's always room for improvement, of course. Um, but I think just like me with like the creative blocks is just learning how to use more of like my authentic voice and like putting more of like my personality out there, like embracing like my weird quirky side and like all of these traits that, you know, people used to like, you know, get down on me and like when I was younger and like in high school and all of that. So um, shout out to like Howard for really just allowing me to embrace like you know, like my inner black woman and just, you know, realizing that there really is no one black woman, so to speak, like, you know, we're, we're very diverse, um, multitudes, so to speak. So yeah, <laughs> I don't know if that made sense, but, um, yeah. <laughs> no, it, it completely makes sense. There is no single kind of black woman. Now there's, there may be stereotypes, but that don't matter because you got weird black woman, you got nerdy black woman, you got like bougie black woman, you got like, it's it's like we, we're not, we don't fit into one box. And I also really want to say that if I did not go to Howard, I would not have met you guys. Just saying, blessing in disguise. <laughs> truly, truly. I'm waiting for my, my dad and my puppy to go down the stairs. So just give me a second. Okay, if you hear little pitter patters, it's my dog. But uh, y'all touched on some really like good topics. I know, Alex, you were saying when you like close your, when, when you kind of, you're down on yourself or down about, um, you know, are you even good enough doing these things for yourself? I do the same thing. And 
I have moments, there was a time where I was like, I'm just going to close myself off to everything, every, all of these things. I don't want to be in a relationship. I don't want to go out with my friends. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. And I had an acting professor tell me basically, how would you be able to hone your craft or how would you be able to portray these things in a role if you haven't done it in real life? You know what I mean? Have y'all had a moment like that where it's like self-sabotaging almost? And uh, I think that plays a big part in, in terms of creative blocks or growth, period. This is Logan Peters, a.k.a. Mary Alice from the Talented Tin Line of 2021. Thank you so much for listening to The Swan Suite. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and like us on Facebook at HUDiva Inc. That's H-U-D-I-V-A-I-N-C. Also, if you're more of a visual person, subscribe to our YouTube channel to watch this episode of The Swan Suite. Uh, Yeah, um, I also just wanted to, also, I feel like I kind of touched on this briefly, but just adding to Jasmine's point, I think if I went to a PWI, there's no way that, like, I'd be the person that I was today. Definitely would not be, like, confident in myself. Probably would have been the same I was in high school. Probably worse, like, spiraling. So, yeah, I really just, like, I know I was, like, hesitant at first to go to HBCU, but now I'm just, like, you know, I'm really glad that I went to HBCU because it really just, like, I really just feel, like, so much more solidified in myself and my identity, and it's just, it's a really just, it's a really, like, great and cool thing to just, like, kind of gain more of a sense of, like, knowing who you are and all of that, so I just, I really love that. Oh, yeah, for sure. Black at a college, you get the knowledge like that's how you you do it that's how you do that especially when it comes to like for me personally like being in the acting class with that small a small acting class it's like uh what 15 16 of us it's that's pretty small and we all want the same thing so it was a lot for us to like learn from each other in general Yeah, I agree with everything y'all are saying. This is so funny. I'm like, we're always on the same page. Almost, always, <laughs> almost. We're here. We're here with it. We're here. We're here. <laughs> uh, okay, so the last thing I wanted to round out our great conversation so far with was how do you give back to others? And how do you how do you use your talents to, to help connect or like build a bridge or reach your arm back for somebody behind you coming up you know and and how do you think that plays a part in your overall growth and embodiment as an artist like I know like I'm I graduated (laughs) y'all are still in school we communicate in a way like I'm like y'all it's rough out here I'm reaching back just a little bit giving back the olive branch are there ways that you do that I think like mentorship is really important um and it doesn't even have to be mentorship with somebody who's like way older than you or has way much more experience than you I think even like this 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 sisterhood that we have as a group that we've been able to establish where we can help each other and we are peers is very important and I feel like it helps us grow in our trust with each other helps us grow with our relationships with each other and and it really does help us as artists because you know we keep it real with each other (laughs) and we we know we have a group of people who we can trust with our art which is you know sacred and telling us the truth is really important you know I know that if I had something I had an audition I was like guys can y'all look at this is it okay that y'all would give me the truth even if it hurt my feelings but it would help me so um are there ways that y'all give back to others? Are there ways that y'all, you know, help build the bridge for people behind you? Or are there ways that you envision doing that, that you haven't been able to do so yet? I wanted to start a club when I was on campus called BFF Club, um, bringing friends forward for that exact reason, so that people could feel like they could lean on each other on campus. It would it wouldn't be such a divide between I don't know you versus I don't really know what's going on. You know, you'd have a group of people you could kind of lean on and be with. So 
didn't work out, but I wanted it to. So are there ways that y'all maybe haven't been able to reach back or help or are there ways that you have and how do you think that helps you grow as an individual and as an artist? Uh, oh, Jess, did you wanna go first? Oh, okay. Um, for future references, um, I think how I wanna show it is of course kind of all tying it uh, full circling back to like my storytelling because I realized that I internalize a lot of things, not verbalize because I'm just not a very talkative person. I'm very introverted. So I know like for the future, I definitely just want to show like, like black girls that like, you know, who you are, it's okay. And like, don't hide yourself type of thing. Um, I'll probably elaborate more and circle back to that. But like for right now, this is going to sound like really cheesy, but I remember seeing something on Instagram where it was like Scorpio and Taurus placements. Uh, yeah, Taurus placements. I'm a Taurus. Uh, they, it's like something where <laughs> it's like something where you like, it's like you guys give like the advice, but you had to realize that like it's not self-serving. Well, it is self-serving in the way where it's like you're helping other people out but it's like the advice that you're giving to those kind of people is supposed to kind of like help guide you along your way on your journey type of thing so I like to kind of think of that in a way like when I give advice like or like give advice or just even like kind of helping people out which I realize I just really like like to do because I you know it's just like a beautiful thing but yeah, just through that. I agree. Um, I also like, well, recently this summer, I directed a children's musical, Moana Jr. We had a cast of about like 20 kids, I think. And that was the most <clears throat> chaotic yet fulfilling experience in my entire life because I really feel like even though they were little kids, and that was my first time working with little kids, and I don't know if I'll do it again, but <laughs> but I will say that it was like the most fulfilling thing ever to like wake up every day with the purpose of I'm gonna inspire somebody's child to get up on stage and step outside of themselves. Like what was what I enjoyed the most about that process was like helping kids find their self-confidence like helping them find their voice at an early age so that when they get older they're not like trying to figure it out like oh snap i'm feeling things i'm seeing things i don't understand i don't know who i am like i feel like allowing them to experience that younger makes it easier for them when they get older and i also like appreciate it like just giving them a chance to act and be like I play a character, try something fun, wear a fun costume and stuff and just make them happy. And like sometimes like when you do things for people, you don't know like, well, did that really land or like, you know, did that did that really help them? And then they'll come back later and they'll be like, wow, I love you, Miss Jasmine. Oh, Miss Jasmine, thank you for that. Da, 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 da. I have so much fun. Are you coming back next year? Isn't that other? Or like even like with like acting in general, like with the characters, I play or like the poems I write or plays I might write at some point. I really just want to inspire people. Like I I really want to inspire like young people to try acting, try theater, like see what's up with that or just inspire them to see something in themselves that they probably couldn't see before. So that's precious. Literally y'all are precious. Um I agree. I agree. I taught some kids for the first time this past summer too. And I, I was like a co-teacher with uh, this company I worked with before in a musical. And we had a 30 minute time block where we just went in and we moved around and we danced with these kids and we motivated them, we uplifted them. And then, you know, that was the class. And I was just like, wow, like, you know, I like this a lot more than I thought I would going into it. I was like, I gotta, I gotta do what? I just, I just, oh, I just, but it was really fulfilling and it was really nice. And 
I think I realized a little while ago, I had like an epiphany that you really should never say never because the mindset is, well, I want to scope this. This is what I'm going to do. And it's like, well, no, you can have multiple dreams, multiple purposes. Your life is much longer than, you know, one thing, you know, how, how limiting to, you know, marry yourself to one thing for the rest of your life without anything else, you know, just, oh, I'm acting period. I'm not even acting period right now. (laughs) I'm acting and this and that and this and that. And so I think that's important too, to, to just remind yourself, never say never, you know, go in with an attitude, like you don't know what you're going to get out of it. Cause you might get a lot out of something that you, you know, never expected to get out of it. It goes back to when y'all were saying, you know, I think Alex, you said you find inspiration. Oh, jazz. You said you find inspiration in the most random places. And Alex, you're like, you write stuff down at like odd hours of the night. I have so many um, notes on the notes app of just things to create one day. Ooh, make this. Ooh, make this. Ooh, make this. And I'm just going to, you know, people have bucket lists. So those are just going to be my bucket list things because it is important for us to, you know, go back and tell these stories that are personal to us, are personal to our community, are, are personal to our childhoods, are personal that other little kids, other little boys and girls that look like us, they can look at when they're a little older, you know, when we're a little older and say, wow, they saw me. Oh my gosh. It's just like those moments on Twitter. They're like, wow, did we all have the same childhood? This is crazy. So I think that's a good way to give back. Alex, I know you were saying that to tell these stories is, is that's an excellent way to give back. And um, working with the youth is an excellent way to give back jazz. And so I think, you know, we're on the right path. It takes a team, it takes a village, but we're doing the right things. And um now, you know, we have a little time left and I want to know if you guys wanted to ask your own questions, if you wanted to pose a question, or if you were thinking about anything that is important in terms of your gifts or your creativity, or even like where you are now with the pandemic, like how has that affected, you know, you as an artist? It, has it changed you? I know my, my thought process has changed. We're different people than we were before the pandemic, so... Are there any questions you want to pose? Are there any thoughts you have? Just anything in regards to your creativity, um, your gifts, any any of that? Any advice you want to give? Any advice you want to ask? Um, I think the big thing for me I learned during the pandemic is flexibility. For one thing, because I'm very like I get I'm like very like stubborn and like narrow minded and like you know like once I see something I'm just like I need to achieve it like even though they're like other, there might be other things and obstacles in my way, like, girl, you need to stop. I'm just like, hell no. But, <laughs> but I think the one thing that I just learned during the pandemic, like, it's okay, like, if your mind changes, or like, you know, like, what you thought you wanted at first, like, it changes, like, your dreams and your aspirations change. So just learning that. Um, and then I think the second thing I wanted to add, is just like, I just, yeah, I've been thinking just kind of like a lot about the future and like I'm pretty solidified in like what I want to do, but it just like this whole talk really just made me realize like, you know, being a visionary, but also just being in like an inspiration, which I think all three of us want to do. It's just like, it's a really just beautiful, beautiful thing. And I'm just really excited to see like where our journeys and our paths take us. And yeah, I'm just excited for us. I think uh, the only thing I would say about creativity is like, just allow it to come on its own and to have self-confidence, to believe in yourself, to not be down on yourself if you feel like, why can't my brain create things? This is what I'm supposed to do. It's just saying, okay, well, I'll try it again later. All right, maybe I'll need to focus on something else. You know, it's like sometimes people see artists as like these machines that, yes, ideas constantly supposed to be pumping, but just like giving yourself grace when sometimes the ideas don't come, doing something else instead. That's, that's, that's exactly it. And Alex, that was so sweet. I'm so excited for all of us too. Um, Yeah, I think the biggest form of advice I could give is 
to remind anybody listening that everybody has a gift. Even if you don't know what it is, you have, you have gifts. It doesn't have to be your, you know, your gifts are not somebody else else's gifts. You can do the exact same thing and it will be entirely different. That's the first thing that I think is really important that you know, as you move along your journey, you really don't have to compare yourself. It's a mind thing and it's something everyone works through, but you know, your bags get delivered at your house, your blessings get delivered to you and nobody can take away, you know, what you have been given. So everyone has something to offer. Everybody has a gift. And also everyone has their own way of being creative. Everyone has their own way of telling stories. And I think everybody has the power and the potential to be creative and honor the inner artist that they are, even if their art looks different from somebody else's. You know, I know some people who can really do a great hair dye job. Okay, that's art because I could never, I could not do that. I have friends that can paint nails really well. I could not do that. I can paint on a canvas, but I cannot paint my nails. I have people who are excellent at being, people I know who are excellent at being organized, who are excellent at getting things done and staying on tax. That is a gift because I struggle. So there are things that, you know, your gifts may look different, but know that they are gifts. Know that, you know, the way that you might be creative is maybe you organized your laundry really fun this week and only you know how you did that, but that was creative. Maybe you folded it differently. Maybe you put your border in a different kind of glass and that was really fancy for you, you know? So just being mindful that comparison is really the, the killer of joy and your gifts are there and you just have to take a moment and be mindful and think like, wow, what am I good at? What can I do? What have I done? How do I bring joy to others? How do I bring joy to myself? And it'll reveal itself. Let things come when they need to come. Let things go when they need to go and just be flexible. Like you said, Alex, it's hard, but flexibility and patience are like the keys. Uh, so on that note, I want to thank everyone so much for imparting their wisdom, for sharing their thoughts, and for being so open to having this conversation with me and with each other. And to our listeners, thank you so much for stopping by the Swan Suite. And we will see you next time. This is Logan Peters, a.k.a. Mary Alice from the Talented Tin Line of 2021. Thank you so much for listening to The Swan Suite. Be sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and like us on Facebook at H-U-Diva Inc. That's H-U-D-I-V-A-I-N-C. Also, if you're more of a visual person, subscribe to our YouTube channel to watch this episode of The Swan Suite. Ah, uh,